Hello and welcome to another episode of the Let's Buzz You Up podcast. My name is Esther Aiken and I'm your host for today and I'm absolutely buzzed to be here. Apologies in advance for a little bit of background noise if you hear some traffic going past. My normal recording spot is in use at the moment, so bear with, bear with. I want to talk to you today about mastering the art of professionalism, so strategies for showing up like a pro in business, especially if you're struggling with imposter syndrome. What brought this on was I walked into a meeting the other day and it dawned on me that this particular meeting was one I used to get so wound up about that I used to spend at least a solid week beforehand stressing about it. It wasn't until I sat facing the meeting occupants this time round, basically realising how numb I felt that it occurred to me that I'd been basically faking it for years and how absolutely exhausting it really was and how much work I used to put into place to make these monthly meetings a success. I also now realise how much pressure I put on myself to perform at such a level that having been in basically um, reputation, repetition mode for so long, I'm no longer in the fake it phase, but now definitely in the pro phase. I'm not going to lie, my day job is working with a team of highly skilled professionals on a multi-million dollar contract that has spanned nearly a decade and every day it brings with it new challenges. But I did take some time over the last week to sit down and write out some of the actions I took towards the appearances of at least looking like and sounding like a pro, even though I was absolutely filled with imposter syndrome. The first was something I've always struggled with. I'm not a small person and growing up with a colorblind mum, clothing was not something I was ever taught and there was never really a lot of money, but I did used to dream about wearing beautiful office attire and wearing a stunning power suit and a slim body with black stilettos in a you know powerful corner window office with a fantastic view, a CEO plaque on the door, owning and managing a multi-million dollar business company in the horticultural field surrounded by innovation, inspiration and working with a fantastic bunch of people that were just as driven as myself. Sadly for me, I met my first husband and a lot of that drive and self-belief just vanished. And I ended up taking safe jobs, working in a gun centre while putting myself through polytech and working as a science research associate while completing my master's in ecology and working in a field of allopathy, which is basically a form of plant warfare. During that time, I learned about business and marketing while working on a tech-to-market project, which inspired me to do my business diplomas and my family life hasn't been easy over the years and I struggled with massive anxiety which I now realize has held me back from taking risks and putting myself out there even more than I'm doing today but during my eight years at the prestigious research institute and even running a tree business before my current role as a senior open space manager my clothing mostly consisted of jeans high vis and steel caps and any clothing I did buy was from an opportunity store buying secondhand clothing that I hoped looked okay I just stuck to my basic black I never did anything with my hair or my nails my weight was always on the sturdy side so my vision of a gorgeous pencil skirt wasn't 
ever really a reality. It always, I always stuck to being safe. Now looking back, I realized just how much it harmed my future and how much future um, has basically cost me and how much further ahead I would or could have been if I now taken responsibility for myself. It wasn't until I sucked it up and realized I had to take action roughly 10 years ago, living in basically my now ex-husband's parents' house. I used to, well, I used the term converted garage loosely with a three-month-old and debt collectors threatening us because of a bad financial decisions my ex-husband had made. Don't get me wrong, I now realize I was just as much to blame. I went along with it out of fear. I never used my voice and said no, which is a two-letter word I should have used a lot more. I decided at that point while waiting for the police to remove those bullies that were using basically intimidation techniques on a new mother by herself with her husband off at army boot camp where he was trying to find himself. FYI, he lasted all of 11 days before tapping out, but that's a story on its own that I was no longer going to be this frightened woman feeling completely broken and afraid for both my daughter and my future. There were a few more setbacks, but once I got the ball rolling, I managed to get and finish my business in health and safety diplomas. I worked like a dog to pay off the debts that had been created over the previous few years and Wow, worked hard basically to land my current role in 2014 and yet I still find myself in jeans, steel caps and hivers and hoodies. All the while I have been building my business of helping startups and established businesses build their empires, I realised as I was writing down the things I've been implementing, each with different levels of success, that I have been passing these tips through to my clients, each having taken them and put their own spin on it. So I'm going to start with an area that has, well, it's very much a pain point for me, and I have already touched on it, and that is dressing professionally and some basic tips that have helped me. The first tip is to stick to neutral or dark colors such as navy, black, gray or beige. This works really well with color blindness and the second has basically been a compromise is to make sure clothing fits properly, not too tight or too loose. Very helpful for our health and safety work zones. Also avoid flashy and distracting accessories and jewellery, keep hairstyles and makeup clean and simple but most of all is to dress appropriately for the occasion in the workplace culture. Now this doesn't mean do not express yourself, on the contrary this works no matter the style of clothing you prefer. I found that these few basic pointers helped me tremendously. If my clothing was presentable and in order I felt more confident which meant I was able to come across more professional and basically make my appearance of being a professional more believable. One little trick I did learn is every business is different so phone call to their receptionist about what the dress code is goes a long way when going into a meeting with them as a forward planning trick hack whatever you want to call it a second area that really helped me fake it was always trying to be punctual yes I know it's a bit of a pill to swallow considering that we're all taught it and it really did help me to plan ahead by making 
a schedule and sticking to it, set reminders and alarms to help me stay on track. And it made me more, well, basically be more realistic. Don't overcommit yourself by scheduling too many things in one day. Allow enough time for each task or appointment. I know, I know, easier said than done, but priority by prioritizing by deciding which tasks are more important and focusing on those first really help me avoid getting sidetracked and basically sidetracked by less important things. That has to, the next I have to talk about, and I've talked about it before, and that is to avoid distractions. Staying focused on the task at hand and avoiding distractions like social media, unnecessary phone calls, especially shiny new things like the latest new garden magazine. Now here's one I really stink at, and that's being early. I always plan to arrive at my destination a few minutes early giving me a buffer in case of unexpected delays. And I try to show respect for other people's time, but it really isn't my strong suit. I always, I'm always like, just ask anyone. Yes, I take ownership of it. And yes, I know I can do better. But some days, no matter how good my intentions are, traffic has other ideas or my daughter wants the extra hug before dropping off at school. Who am I to say no to an extra hug? She'll be too old and too cool to hug mum soon as it is. But again, when I did get there early, my stress levels decreased and it is a sound strategy for increasing your level of professionalism. The next strategy can make all the difference in the career and that is to practice good communication skills. These next few tips were given to me early in my career and I do my best to follow these really important aspects in both business and in my personal life and that is to listen actively, pay attention to what others are saying and give them your full attention, be clear and concise, use simple and direct language to convey your message effectively, practice empathy, try to understand the other person's perspective and feelings, avoid assumptions, ask questions to clarify any misunderstandings and avoid making assumptions, be respectful, treat others with respect and kindness even if you disagree with them. Yes again I know this is something we are taught as we grow up but it is amazing how many professional business people I work with cannot listen nor be respectful and it can cost a lot of money in contract negotiations, project scopes and client expectations. This next strategy is kind of key to success. If you can master it, you have made it and that's to be confident in your abilities. The following have helped me over the years and I hope they can help you too, which is recognize your strengths. Take some time to identify your strengths and accomplishments. Focus on what you do well and use those strengths to build your confidence. If you're not sure what your strengths are, ask your friends what you're good at or what they come to see you for. The other one is to set realistic goals. Set achievable goals that challenge you but also allow you to succeed. Accomplishing these goals will help you build your confidence and motivate you to take on more challenging tasks. 
Now, this one has been hard, but a game changer, and that's to practice positive self-talk. Replace negative self-talk with positive affirmations. Encourage and motivate yourself with positive words and phrases to build your confidence. I use my subliminals for this. Don't forget to help yourself to those. The links are in the show notes. Now, here's one. Face your fears. Identify the things that make you feel anxious or uncomfortable and work to face them. Start with small steps and gradually increase your exposure to these situations to build up your confidence. For me, that was all things public speaking. I'm getting better, but it's definitely a work in progress. Now, this is one of my favorites, and that has to be surrounding yourself with positive people. By surrounding yourself with people who support and encourage you, they can help build your confidence like nothing else and help you feel more comfortable taking risks and trying new things. Sometimes having another person, having just that little bit of extra faith in you can go a long way. This is something I help my clients in. It's not all business plans or marketing and hitting goals. It's about helping you build, oh excuse me, your confidence and like my business coach has said to me in the past, You're welcome to borrow my belief in you as your own because I know you have got this a thousand percent. It's amazing how many times I have learned or leaned into her belief in me to achieve more in my business than I have ever imagined and I am happy to do the same for you. Now here is a strategy that I had to quickly learn and that was to demonstrate strong problem solving skills. I have always been able to think on my feet but there is always, always room for improvement and to quickly learn to demonstrate strong problem solving skills, you can start by practicing with small problems and gradually increasing the complexity of the problems you tackle. Additionally, you can seek out resources such as books, online courses and workshops that teach problem-solving techniques and strategies. It is also important to approach problems with a positive attitude, be open-minded and collaborate when others, you know, where appropriate. But for more importantly, don't be afraid to make mistakes as they can be valuable learning opportunities. This leads nicely into my last strategy for today. And that's to be accountable and take responsibility for your actions. And the reason why this is so important is because it builds trust. When you take responsibility for your actions, it shows that you are trustworthy and reliable. People are more likely to trust and respect you if they know that you are accountable for your actions helps you learn from mistakes too. By taking responsibility from your actions, you're acknowledging that you've made a mistake. This allows you to reflect on what went wrong and learn from your mistakes, which can help you avoid making the same mistake in the future. It improves relationships where you take responsibility for your actions. It shows that you are willing to take ownership of your mistakes and work towards resolving any issues. This can improve your relationships with others and make it easier to work together towards common goals. It increases self-awareness by taking responsibility for your actions. You're also taking responsibility for your own personal growth and development. This can help you become more self-aware and understand how your actions impact others. It builds resilience. 
by taking responsibility for your actions, it can also help you develop resilience. When you take ownership of your mistakes and works towards resolving them, you are building the skills and mindset needed to overcome challenges and bounce back from setbacks. Now, taking responsibility is not a bad thing. In my case, it was absolutely a million times life-changing. And every day I try to embody that. I know that when I've slacked off, it's on me. I know when I still haven't completed my set tasks or achieved my goals, it's on me. My failed marriage is just as much, was just as much me as it was my ex and I have to take the responsibility for the business decisions that have been made in the past. But it's those mistakes that have helped me grow into a confident businesswoman with a passion to see others achieve their highest levels of success. Now, if you are ready to break through your glass ceiling and build your current or new bu- current or new business, or ready to simply set and achieving your goals, then I look forward to hearing from you. DM me and come and say hi on Instagram, or message me through the website www.bizyouup.com. That's B-I-Z-Y-O-U-U-P. Please help yourself to my courage or confidence subliminals. They are really powerful if listened to on repeat. Now, also, please let me know if you have any business topics you would like me to cover, if you have any questions, and basically, let's buzz you up and get you sorted. Now, I know this was a little bit of a a short podcast episode, and I feel like it was packed with so much information, and I'll be honest with you, some of that personal stuff is actually quite wearing, you know, but weary on me and I really am proud of the changes I've made over the years and by taking responsibility and following some of these steps I'm no longer that scared little lady that walks into meetings wanting to absolutely crap my pants basically because the people in the room with me are I used to think way more superior in every single way but I also know that I have become a lot more confident in the business that I have in the roles that I do at work I no longer well I don't shake in my boots like I used to and a lot of it is because basically I sat there and faked it till I made it like a pro in business. Now, being a senior manager, having been in the role for so long, it doesn't really phase me anymore, which might be a sign that I'm ready to level myself up and possibly find a better role in the company or outside of the company. I haven't quite decided yet. But in saying that, I also have beautiful, amazing clients that I've been working with which have been such an absolute delight and I love what I do. So there is lots of things that I can do to improve on my future and I hope that you are in the same boat. I really appreciate that you taking the time and spending your day with me. I'm very appreciative of any feedback that you might be able to give me and till next week thank you for spending this time with me again I greatly appreciate you have an amazing abundant week and I'll buzz you later bye
Thanks again for being here today. In the show notes, you'll find all the links to my social media platforms. Do pop in and say hi. I hang out mostly on Instagram on the at BizYouUp page or you'll also find me at esther.aken. Please help yourself to my free confidence or courage subliminals. These are the best kept secret to changing and leveling up your mindset and getting next level results. You can find them on the www.bizyouup.com website. That's B-I-Z-Y-O-U-U-P.com. I'm going to be cheeky and thank you all in advance for helping your girl out with your awesome ratings and reviews and hitting that follow and subscribe button. Till next time, buzz your later and have an incredibly abundant week. Bye.